hit the record button. All right. So, Caleb, welcome to the Monster Rabbit podcast. This is the first video podcast. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing great, Dan. Thanks for having me on. No, dude, it's a pleasure. The pleasure is all mine. You've been on, okay, so for people listening or watching this, we've known each other for quite some time. We know each other from photo the photography world. I used to have a photography podcast and, uh, and all that good stuff. And that's how we met through, was it Instagram? I think it was through Instagram. Yeah. Apologies for me holding this microphone like this, by the way. If I let it go, it will interact with the beard. And it will sound horrible. <laughs> so uh, that's why I'm holding it. But um, no, uh, thanks for being on, on the podcast. This is a little bit different. So normally on this podcast, it's an audio sort of interview with Volkswagen owners in the community. But today is pretty special because I wanted to do an episode um, to kind of educate the listeners or viewers how to take better photos of their vehicles and you do that for a living right you photograph yeah. cars and airplanes and things like that tell us a little bit about what you do first if, if you can um i basically i just uh i shoot promotional content either for people's cars or mostly lately it's for um uh dealerships and then uh people trying to sell their cars like i do a lot of work for a buddy of mine who um auctions off cars so i do all the listing photos for those which aren't really exciting photos but they get cars sold and then i do uh other fun stuff just on the side or when people need it yeah i i think you know it'd be because obviously being a photographer myself but you know I've, i'm not i don't shoot vehicles as much as you and i thought you'd be an absolute expert um when it comes to talking about shooting cars because i i reckon there's a specific way styles to do it like you say to set get to get vehicles sold and um i think you would know all about it and i just wanted to put something out there that is a little bit different from what we do here on the podcast but just to educate people like i said on how they can take better photos of their vehicles now what my thinking was is it'd be great to show people if one they want to sell their vehicle what the best angles are to get to to shoot their car um and two maybe they just want to post up about their vehicle i see it all the time people take photos of their car stick it on instagram and i just think i think it'd be great to put something out there to help people take better photos of their their cars trucks what you know whatever it is and i think you're the most ideal person to talk to about that now you don't own a volkswagen do you what i can't remember what I it is a, is it a mazda a mazda yeah that's right yeah it's just what? a little mazda hatchback sure sure but gets the job done but volkswagen aside for today's podcast let's talk photography and you know imagine the people listening to this they're not all going to be photographers they're not, not all going to have big um DSLRs and things like that. Most of them are going to be shooting on a phone. So hopefully we can touch on little tricks, tips, whatever you want to call it, on how they can better use the facilities that they've got to photograph their vehicle 
at home, if that makes sense. The good news is you can mm. get a good photo on any camera. You can mm. even, like I've, I've actually used my iPhone on professional shoots just to see um, if the dealership noticed that I used a phone. They did not. They were really? like, these are, these are great photos. Yeah, I just took a Subaru out into the woods because um, I just got the 13 Pro. So I just wanted to test it out. And I did a full set of photos and a full video just using the iPhone. And they were like, this looks great. Didn't, didn't tell them at all that it was shot on a phone. Wow. So, well, yeah, there you go. It, and they used it for all their promotional content. I, I've been meaning to make a, a YouTube video around that being like, I shot a professional client project on an iPhone and no one noticed, but I just haven't got, gotten around to it. Wow. I should say that's a very good point. I should say you're a YouTuber as well. You make uh, TikToks as well. And I'll put links to all of those in the show notes below. So if anybody did want to go and check out Caleb's profile and channel and give him some support and just dive further, if this, if photography is really interesting to you listening, then definitely go and check out all of his stuff and uh, you won't regret it. It's just top, top stuff. I, I really admire the work that you, you've been doing since you started Dan, i gotta i gotta post more i haven't posted anything in a while but it, it can be difficult can't it i mean i have little you know times in my life where i'm like man i should really get on there i should really start doing something now but uh sometimes life happens man and uh you know but nonetheless let's where do we begin where do you think let's uh let's talk about using a cell phone Let's talk about using a phone to take photos. Now, what I know, I don't know if you have any immediate thoughts with, you know, the first things that people should know about, you know, when it comes to photography and taking photos of cars. What do you think? I think uh, most importantly, even not what it's not what camera you have, it's just what's in your frame and just mm. knowing what's in your frame. Because there's a ton of people that are like, this doesn't look good because it was shot on a phone. It's like, no, it doesn't look good because you shot it in front of some dumpsters at midday in the worst possible lighting. Yeah. But you could take that same photo. I could, I could probably take a photo in midday next to some dumpsters with the R6 and then take a photo on like, in like a meadow at sunset with an iPhone and everybody would like the iPhone photo more. Mm. It's just, it's all about location and I guess just finding the right lighting and you can shoot good photos in midday too. I do it all the time. Cause that's when these places are open that I shoot for. It's just, you got to find the spots that work. Usually it's like some nice, like shaded area or some nice uh, spot that has some contrast or something like that. But you can get good photos at any, at any time of day with anything. You just, it's what I find is it's, it's more, it's more important where you take the photo than I guess like what the photo is, is of, cause like I've taken some photos at car shows of like crazy cars, like, like, um, like a Zonda and it doesn't look as good as a photo that I've taken of a, a Volkswagen where I had everything like set up. Right. Mm. Which I guess works for this podcast. Cause I shoot a lot for Volkswagen, but it's all the Do you really? Stuff. Yeah. What Volkswagen dealerships or yeah. yeah. Really dealership. Yeah. Is that yeah. in Florida as well? Yeah. It's in Florida. Oh, wow. So what kind of stuff do they normally ask of you to do? It's just regular, like, 
social media stuff. They're like, just take some cars out. I'm like, okay. (laughs) Take out like an Atlas or like a Passat or whatnot. It's, Mm. it's, it's nothing fun. They have one new GTI (laughs) and it sits in the showroom and they won't take it out. And I'm like, it's just a like, like it's a cool car, but like, come on. Yeah. Like, I go to like, I go to the, these other dealerships. And they're like, yeah, just take the Ferrari. It's whatever. Wow. They're like safeguarding this golf. And I'm like, really? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Let's take, let's take an example. Let's say someone wants to sell their vehicle. Um, what, let's give them some tips. Um, I, and we can bounce off each other with this cause I've got a few ideas of, of my own that I'd like to, I would, I would do if I was trying to sell a vehicle, I think we meant, you mentioned this already. What I would probably do is make sure that you, the set, I'm going to call it the set where you take your photos. There's not like a busy area, not a, no busy background, like yeah. nothing to distract the viewer. Mm-hmm. So the, like you don't you don't want some grand landscape either. You just want something that looks clean but isn't going to distract from the vehicle itself because that's supposed to be the focus. Whereas more like artistic stuff, it, it's more of like the vehicle in this great place and it's like all tied together. But like if you're trying to sell a car, like you want people to be like looking at the car, like they don't they don't they don't need. If you want to take some some crazy photos of it, put them at the end of whatever your listing is as like a look at how cool it looks in this space. But I wouldn't do that as like your first one. People are gonna be like, that's cool. And then scroll past. They'd be like, this person likes their car way too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they aren't gonna sell it. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, find a spot that is pleasing, but not distracting. Like I used Mm. to shoot on like the roof of like a parking garage because it's very, it's clean. So you just get like the concrete and then the the, uh, sky. So it looks super clean but it's not distracting or I just, I shoot a lot at this little park or whatever that's uh, near my place. Cause there's no one there and you just have trees and then sky. So it's just. Mm. Now what, a, what about, simple. what about color? Because uh, let's take my truck, for example, is like this mountain green color. Now, when I, if I was to park that up and the background is like some uh, rolling hills of grass and greenery and mm. trees, the car or the truck kind of gets lost very easily just because of the color. So yeah. you kind of want to get um, like Con- the contrasting mix- colors. Yes. Like if it was green, you can put it against like a, a, a white, you know, somewhere like a white brick wall or black or something else that doesn't have that green or yellow where it can get lost. Um, that would be one, one of the things, the first things that I would uh, do there's also i don't know if you've heard there's like a and tattoo artists will know about this there's like a color wheel or a chart where like you can look at one color and it shows you exact opposite yes dude yeah everyone gets their little orange and teal from yeah oh wait i could go there that's (laughs) and that's skin tones and then that's every every photographer in the world yeah (laughs) yeah that is, is really funny. But no, yeah, that kind of works with uh, when you want to sell something. Um, in this case, you know, you want you want your subject to pop. And in this case, it would be a vehicle. Um, what other tips can we give to people that, um, you know, we talked about what about composition? Like when it comes to taking a photo of a vehicle, what sort of angles are you trying to get? What When you first turn up to a shoot, what kind of for like, angles? For listing or... Uh, or just yeah. Anything. 
Well, let's just take oh. this example where someone's trying to sell, they're putting something on Facebook Marketplace, for example. They want theirs to stand right. out. You know? So for listing photos for cars, I usually take between 70 and 110 photos per car. Mm-hmm. Like That's like final delivered photos, which is a lot, but it gets things sold. You want to show every single detail. First thing that I do when I roll up, I'll park the car, wheels straight, and I'll do photos all around. So I'll do like three quarter front, other three quarter side, you know, just around. I'll do what, six, seven, eight, eight, eight photos around the car. And then I'll crank the wheel and the like highlight shot of every listing or whatnot is the front three quarter angle because it pretty much looks good on any car that you look at. Mm. That's like the number one selling shot. If you look at like, like a dealership's website if they have good listing photos it's the front three-quarter angle with the wheels turned so it looks good and then i'll do one from the front and then i'll do one from the back the wheels turned that'll be somewhere else that one's not as important but and then just shooting like every detail like i'll shoot every wheel i'll shoot the tire treads to show that like the tires haven't been worn down or if they have been worn down like hey um heads up or, and then I'll shoot like one of the door handles because usually the driver's door usually has the keyhole to show that. Shoot one of the door mirrors, shoot the front lights, rear lights, any little details or imperfections that I see on it. Um, Cause then the client can either use, use to use them or not use them, but you wanna have everything photographed. And then interior uh, is one of the most important and I'll usually, I'll just find, I, I don't shoot it usually in the same space as I do the exterior, um, unless it gets cloudy, <laughs> unless like a big old cloud rolls over, because you want very soft, even lighting for the interior. Otherwise you'll have all these lights and harsh shadows coming in, casting mm-hmm. like a, a big old sunspot on the dashboard. And then like the seats will have like a line of light through them and it just looks terrible. So find some place or like wait for like a cloudy day and shoot the interior or find a spot that's like covered by trees or in, in any, any kind of shade, doesn't matter, just any kind of shade and you'll get really nice, even lighting inside the car. And it looks way better. That is such a great tip right there. So, you know, okay. First of all, what do you think the best times of the day are to shoot your vehicle? We're talking like Uh, sunset or sunrise, you reckon? Yeah, right around there. It's pretty much early, like earlier morning to later day. It doesn't have to be like like right when the sun comes up or right when the sun goes down. There's like mm-hmm. a good few hours where the sun is low enough on either side where you can get some nice contrasting angles. And then it's it's literally just some like especially for like like the artistic photos or the like the like cool photos that I take. It's pretty much just I just keep moving the car around until I find a spot where like the light hits it nicely. And don't be afraid if you're doing like artistic photos, don't be afraid to backlight it because it looks so good. Now, like, don't just light it from the, don't have the sun right on the front because it just makes the whole thing kind of flat. If, if the sun's backlighting it, it's the same with every movie you've ever seen. If it's shot well, every person is backlit. They shoot on the dark side of people's faces. Everybody right. looks better backlit. Yeah, I'm with you there. Now, what else? So we've got 
so avoid taking photos basically in the middle of the day when the sun is at its highest point. Um, and then for interior, find some shade or wait until it's a, maybe a little bit darker or, or just so you don't get the sun beaming in, uh, like you say, to create all those harsh lines and it's just going to look crazy. But um, also we should probably talk about, if we're talking about cell phones for the moment, Obviously, the newer cell phones have the option to go wider angle lens, right? Mine doesn't. Mine's an iPhone 8. I'm poor as shit. But for people like you, you've got the iPhone 13 Plus or Pro, whatever it is. Pro, yeah. 13 so you, Pro. You can go and change to a wider angle, right? Mm -hmm. Which I'm assuming would be ideal if you're trying to shoot the interior so you can capture everything. Yeah, right? which honestly, though, the, the standard wide angle is wide enough to get mm. what you need shot. Cause I think it's like a 24 millimeter equivalent. And when I'm mm. shooting cars, like with my R6, I use a 24 to 70. So the widest I have is a 24. Yeah. So you can absolutely, I think it's like a 20, it's between 24 and 28, but like you can absolutely just use a standard wide angle. But yeah, if you have an ultra wide, it'll make the interior look a lot bigger. But you also got to keep in mind that that lens on the ultra wide is a lot slower and the photos will come out, especially if you're shooting when it's like darker, so you can get like even lighting inside, you'll get a little bit more grain on mm. the inside. So like most of the time I'll just use the standard wide angle on this. Cause it, the photos come out looking a lot cleaner than if I use like the ultra wide. Interesting. This is very interesting. Cause for me, I to use, when I do uh, YouTube videos, I use the, um, the wide angle lens which is 10 to 22 mil so that's like super wide but that is perfect for me doing uh youtube videos so i can just hold it like that and it captures everything uh whereas obviously like you say using a 24 to 70 um one of these it is a lot more zoomed in but i don't know i'm just i've just i'm so used to i'm just maybe in my head i'm like it's it's in me to just go right i'm gotta i've gotta film the interior for something i'm gonna need a wide angle lens and i'll just yeah. go straight to that lens but and then for me when, when i think about doing like zoomed in on details and stuff i go for the 24 to 70 that's just I, maybe yeah that's just i you don't gotta know keep in mind too you're on a crop sensor camera so your 24 yes. at the widest is actually like a 35 like a 30 something so it's like closer to like a 35 and then you're 10 to 22 at 10 it's actually about a 15 millimeter there's it's probably still super wide but it's mm. not 10 obviously that'd be 10 you'd be able to see like the walls in my room right here at yeah. 10 millimeters i know and, and that's why because obviously when i do use the ultra wide i do zoom in just a little bit because it does look a bit you can see the the edges start to distort uh, <laughs> it's and it's it, crazy yeah you can tell like my head goes a different <laughs> different yeah. size especially if you just tilt it down it just stretches everything <laughs> ah. yeah yeah man okay so yeah going back then shooting with because most people are going to be using a phone uh mm -hmm. taking photos and uh what else can we what other advice can we give to people that just want to show off um let's use also let's let's say most places like eBay, I don't know about Facebook. I imagine you only get like 12 photos to upload. Is that? Yeah. So that's just kind of hit, hitting the highlights. Yeah. I think when you post a vehicle though, they, they give you more 
okay more photos that you can post i've seen like 30 on there before i think but Mm. for like most product like most things that you post it's like 12 caps but i believe you can do more for vehicles Mm. if i'm not mistaken at least you can't hear i'm not i'm not sure how it is in the uk it's probably the same Mm. i tell you what it's so frustrating and i know because i've spoken to a lot of people that have gone to you know they've seen something on facebook marketplace or ebay and the seller has just posted like one or two photos and they're all like weird angles like and it's just like can you not show me more you're supposed to be selling me this vehicle and you've given me like two photos there's just zero effort yeah it's like or like when you could tell they shot it in like lower light so like their phone went to like a lower shutter speed and it's like the whole photo is just smeared a little bit because it's it's and you're like you couldn't just retake this in the middle of the day. <laughs> so frustrating. So okay. I don't care. <laughs> let's let's tick off, go through the list of things that people should definitely consider taking photos of and uploading when it comes to selling a vehicle, right? So good lighting, taking a photo of the exterior and the interior, taking photos of details, like you say there. What about things like uh, maybe things that are wrong with the vehicle or need fixing, like dents and scuffs and things yeah, like I that? Mean, if you're selling your own vehicle, that's at your own discretion. I would consider, if you're not going to fix it, definitely take a photo and post it in there. Mm. Full discretion. But like, like uh, obviously, like some people are like shady with things and whatnot. Like, like I shoot for a lot of like dealerships at ten people where they're like, where like, like there's just a car in service and they're like, oh yeah, the thing has like the axles completely screwed, but they sold it as like brand new. Really? Like, yeah, probably not like that, but like there's so there's so many things where like they'll buy a car and it comes and like the wheels just cur- like curbed to heck and they're like that wasn't in the photos. Like, yeah, because he probably paid some guy to Photoshop out the curved wheel. Wow. That's yeah, mad. all the time especially down here in florida because everyone's car is dinged so it happens constantly but also one thing that i think that i think is very underestimated everyone just wants to go wide and show everything my i will actually end up posting more telephoto shots than i will wides mm. it looks looks better so if you have access to a telephoto lens or you have the telephoto option on your phone Mm. do that because usually all of my photos around the car i just walk back a little bit and i shoot 70 because then it compresses the background a lot more so you get that kind of subject separation so the car is nice and crisp and the background's kind of blurry we Um, should probably explain to people that aren't photography savvy what telephoto is so it's like so the higher the num the more that it zooms in the more it'll like separate the subject from the back because that also comes with after all right layman's terms if the longer <laughs> i mean we could we could talk about yeah. photography all day long in the terms and they, and be like yep 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 but for someone like <laughs> that's true who's yeah. just into cars they're gonna their brain is gonna be bleeding from listening to like aperture what the fuck what, telephone what the fuck say, most cars look better with a mm. more zoomed in lens, I guess that like you'll have to step back a little bit, but like, so what we're talking about is compression. So the more zoomed in it is, the more, the less of a field of view you're getting. So when you, if you take a step back to see the full car, you'll see less of the background, mm. but it makes the car pop more. If that, yes. if, it, if that, if that 
makes sense. It, yeah, hopefully, hopefully yeah. people listening and watching will be able to make yeah. sense of that. Yeah, totally. Hopefully, if not, like, let let us know in the comments. I'll, yeah, I'll try my darndest, or shoot me a DM. I'll try my <laughs> darndest to help you guys out. <laughs> Amazing. Now, have you got any? Can we do a screen share? I don't know if you've got any photos like on the on the go to show us some examples of things, just so people can see. Uh, it's been a while since I've used Zoom. I don't know how it works, but um, can I would love to show people some examples because you filmed, you you did a, was it like an impromptu um, Volkswagen Bay Window bus that you photographed? It was like a the blue one. Can you hear me? Oh, like an old one on the yeah yeah. I was just, I was trying to remember yeah the one on the beach. Yeah, the, yeah, that was quite beach. cool. Yeah, I was uh I was shooting a jeep um for the dealership, and I just pulled up because like the beach is literally like across the street from that dealership. So I just drove it up there and I just shoot there because it's it's really close and it, it gets good photos and I can get more <laughs> more car shot in a day for them. Mm. But um, so I just brought it there and there was just this. Perfect, like 1978 Volkswagen bus that was like this nice blue, just sitting on the beach. And he had the little top popped up. Mm. And I was like, oh, I, I want photos of that so bad. Like the dude who owns it, whatever, was just in the back, just working with like all the windows open and the doors. Wow. And I was like, that dude, that dude's living their life. Like, that's awesome. And then I like finished up shooting the Jeep and I like, I was like, all right, he's still here. So like, I like walked over and I was like, hey, uh, I really like your Volkswagen bus. Uh, can I get some photos of it? He's like, heck yeah, dude. So we were just wow. shooting the shit for a little while. And um, and then he gave me his card because I sent him the uh, photos afterwards. I guess he's like the vice president for like a beverage company or something like that. They like make custom drinks or something, which is kind of cool. But um, but I have seen him at the beach all the time now. I see mm. him all the time. Like whenever I bring a, a car out, because I guess he just dry, he just brings it there and then it just works for the day from the bus and i'm like dude must be nice <laughs> living the dream yeah that's living amazing the dream wow yeah, that was fun i don't know how i can screen can i can i screen? there's gotta be in there also uh for anybody listening if you enjoy video podcasts if you think i should do more of these uh please let me know uh that would be great like obviously doing doing podcasts with just a conversation like a phone call um is you know is great but obviously being able to see people and see the reaction and stuff is probably even better and to be able to screen share is cool too if, we, if, <laughs> if you can figure that out uh, have you figured it out it, for me it's at the bottom where it's like screen share click oh i might not be able to because i'm not the host um i'll send you a link to my website if you want to pull it up, I'll send you a sure. link to my portfolio. All right. If you do, we'll go into automotive because that's, I guess that's what we're talking about. Boop. There, hopefully that works. And where will that be? Uh, it's on Instagram. Oh, right. Okay. Yes. Okay. <clears throat> we'll wait for that to load. I do apologize, guys. We're just okay. We're here. Okay. So if I do screen share on here, 
Uh, let's see if this works. Hopefully this works. Can you see? Hey. Is this all right? Hey, yeah, I mean, it works, works for me. So this is your website, and hopefully people that are watching this podcast can see this as well, fingers crossed. I guess this is like a almost like a test uh, video podcast thing as well to see how we get on. If people enjoy it, let me know. So we're on your website. Okay, direct me. Where? Okay, I'm seeing some really cool photos already. There's the bus. This is, this is the, the automotive section of my website. Yeah, there's one of the photos of the uh, bus. Um, wow. And then a Pizza. bunch of the other stuff that I that I have shot over the years. I haven't done a lot of cool cars lately because I just haven't had the need to, I guess, but um, these yeah, are really these are cool. A, these are just a few photos that I'm proud of. Like, these are really cool. Like, okay, so this is one here, right? That you were talking about before where you park the car and you turn the wheels, right? And you take a photo yeah. of that, 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 the quarter there. Great. Yeah. Same nice, with- uh, Nice chill spot. That's actually, an Aston Martin dealership. So I photoshopped out the Aston Martin plaque on the wall. Oh, really? <laughs> wow. Back there. Yeah. It's like, it's a whole collection of dealers. Um, yeah. And that car in the shop. And I was like, yo, you want to bring that out? And he's like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> so, and the same with the Porsche here. Wheels turn to the, uh, to the right and the photo yep, is taken is, on the left. That is, I think, probably the one shot that I get no matter what during a uh, shoot. <laughs> That's Unless amazing. we're doing shots of them rolling on the road. Like I will hundred percent get the quarter angle wheels turned. That's just mm. a staple. And it's people will say it's a very overused shot, but it's overused for a reason. Like right. it's just it's it's just a good photo to have. What's this? Running out of time. This meeting will end in 10 minutes. Upgrade no. now. <laughs> Remove the four. I don't want to upgrade. <laughs> They're like, hey, pay us. I know. God, I don't want to cut this podcast short. Okay, so lots of great images here. I love this. And we've talked before about Photoshop and how you can use Photoshop to edit certain things out, like this one here. Can we talk about this? I mean, I don't want to give your secrets away. <laughs> oh, no, you go for it. I mean, I posted it on my Instagram with the before and after. Right, yeah. So the, the one, what is that, a <laughs> Bugatti? It. Is it a Bugatti it's or a Lamborghini? A Lamborghini Aventador SVJ Roadster. Right. So this one here, the red one, the background wasn't like this before. So the, the background that is sh- was that was <laughs> shot at midday. Yeah, midday. And <laughs> he obviously took the photo of the, the Milky Way. And then I'm guessing you've added in the uh what do you call that? The light. Um yep. what is yeah, that? Pretty much uh just the headlights. It's not very realistic, but it kind of adds some drama to the photo. Definitely. Oh, yeah. Also, the so I did a day to night kind of edit first. And then the headlights, by the way, were not on in that photo. So that's all fake. All those that's lights. Right. On. I remember. So those are all, all the lights coming like in the headlights and coming from the headlights. That's all fake. And then that's a photo that I took of the Milky Way a few years ago um, that I just threw into there and edited it to make it look somewhat mm. believable, but it's more of just like a, wow, look at that. than like a, yeah believable photo because they don't all have to be like sure just have fun with things yeah and if you remember earlier i was saying about the contrast with the colors you see this obviously being a red vehicle if you if you took that and it was like the whole of the background was like sunset was like bright red and orange colors 
probably wouldn't stand out as much as it does with this very dark background, which looks amazing. Similar with down here where like this, the BMW here, like, what is it? Like a lime green color. And yep. it, the background just, it just makes the car pop. It's the same down here. Again, this, the, what is that one? The silver one here? It's a Lycan Hypersport. And uh, that was not taken in Dubai, even though it looks <laughs> like it's in Dubai. Right. That was taken in Malibu, California. And the back, the road is real. That was mm -hmm. actually there. The background, uh, there was actually a gas station and a Taco Bell back there. So I got rid of that. Amazing. <laughs> Zap. Amazing. Yeah, even that Porsche right there, like we mentioned earlier, that pink background or, and just, well, pink foreground and background, everything, the yellow, the green, just makes that car pop even more. These are some amazing. That like, that like Nardo chalk gray color. So yes, it just kind of makes it. Uh... Yeah, these are epic. I love this as well. I love interior shots like this. Have you got any tips for interior? I mean, we've already we've already talked about you know using telephoto and things like that. But the I think once you've once you've got your wide establishing shots out of the way, if you're doing listing stuff, I mm. I, I love to to like zoom in a bit and grab shots of the interior. Like also something that I love to do to try and add depth to your photo. And what I mean by that is try and have a foreground, which is something in like the front of your frame, your mid ground, which I usually try to make the subject, like the steering wheel and then a background. So like I've got the edge of the car there in the foreground and it's kind of out of focus. So it draws your eye to the mid ground, which is the subject, like the steering wheel and the interior. And then you've got your background, which is the sky and these little yes. pipings and whatnot. So it's just like adding some depth to your photo. It gives the viewer more to look at and they'll spend more time on it being like that's cool than just yeah. being like all right and then scrolling past yeah totally agree i totally agree where there's another interior shots here somewhere i remember seeing here yeah there's i need to add more interior shots to my website there's just not as many that i'm like like there's there, there's some cool ones but like once you get like a really good interior shot a lot of them look very similar so it's like like I'll stick with the exteriors because that, that, that kind of sells it to clients mm. more than like, look at the interior of this car. It looks the same as that one. Yeah. I mean, the other thing I was going to bring up as well, a little tip for people. I don't know what your, your thoughts are on this, but if you notice in some of these shots, it's like the camera, it, you've positioned the camera right down towards the floor. And I learned this way back in film studies when I was in college, that if you shoot something and your subject is higher up, um, so every, I could do it right now with this camera on my laptop. So I'm here, I'm the subject, position the camera down there. Now I'm standing up now, but I look more intimidating and, you know, more, Grand. yes. Whereas if I positioned it down here and I'm like, oh, hi guys. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, it's, you can do that same thing. You can make, you can make a vehicle look so much more like empowered and like raw like a you know do you know what i'm saying as yep. opposed to if you take a photo shot downward even this one here with the yellow is that a porsche again uh lamborghini urus no. sorry yeah I'm, I'm not great with like newer vehicles man i'm just, i'm good with the older ones but not <laughs> not new one but yeah like it's the camera sits slightly lower uh same with that one same with this one that Porsche one there definitely 
I, and it, it works. It just gives that tiny little bit more that the, you know, the, the, the subject is loud and proud. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You'll probably yeah, see it a, a lot in like, around. yeah, you'll see it a lot in Hollywood movies where they, they make the uh, the villain look like that or the hero in most cases. Mm-hmm. Look like larger than life. Yeah. This is great, man. This is great. And what's your website? Uh, CalebBronco.com. People should definitely go and check that out for sure, man. Like, there's some great images here. Great images. Okay. Because we've apparently only got three minutes until our time is up. What? Oh. Uh, I know. What the hell, man? <laughs> What would be your advice with editing? Um, you know, obviously, again, people are just going to be using their phones. Is there any sort of apps that you would recommend that people can um, edit? Lightroom Mobile is great. You have, yeah. you have the world at your fingertips. You can get the entire Lightroom, basically, on your phone for free. Yeah. Do that. It's great. And then Lightroom. keep the edits subtle at least yeah. to start like there's a lot of these in here like i've spent a long time on but they're like kind of similar to how they started yeah it's like it's really easy especially when you're starting out i used to do it all the time to just oversaturate and over contrast everything just to be like it looks punchy and great that's what that's what editing is no it's not <laughs> right. like keep it keep it keep it subtle you want to and then just you can you can add in little brushes too to certain areas that you want to pop a little more which that's like more on the experience side once you get down the long line sure. like just keep it just don't go overboard yeah play with play with the the tones of the colors more than the contrast of your entire image because that's what's gonna like pop a lot more like if you look like this first one here with the uh lambo yeah the, that hue in the stairs and on the uh, ground, it was more of like a yellow, yellowish light, like you see in my room here. So mm. I, I didn't add a ton of contrast. That's just how it was. Um, I just grabbed the yellow hues and brought them a little bit more orange. So it kind of balanced out the photo. Nice. So you got the blue and the orange kind of balance in that photo. That was also a fun shot to take. I was just hiding under stairs on a roof of a parking garage <laughs> amazing great, though. But, so yeah, yeah lightroom app from adobe definitely definitely want to get that's, that. that's the one that i use there's there's plenty of other stuff that you can use there's plenty of other apps where you can just like throw filters on and whatnot mm. um but definitely if you actually want to edit them check out lightroom and keep it subtle especially if you're selling a car yeah you don't want to, be, you don't want to change your blue car <laughs> to a green car and be like, yeah get very confused keep it honest okay so we have less than a minute so basically our top tips shoot you know just after sun sunrise just before sunset shoot your interior in the shade uh and use uh what is it telephoto lens so Nice Use to a get more those... zoomed in lens as, yes. as often as you can. Yes, and shoot all the way around the vehicle. Turn the wheels to the side uh, when you're shooting the front quarter like these images. These are great. Caleb, this has been really cool. Um, if people want to see us do another podcast just like this, please let us know and we'll get you on again and we'll talk in detail a little bit more about photography uh, and shooting your vehicle. Dude, I don't know when it's going to cut us off, but Perfect. thank you. Thank you so much. (laughs) We'll do it. We'll do this again. Trust me. And we'll uh, hopefully sort it out properly. So it's not.